0: Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, it is the Even Money Podcast. A little earlier than normal this week because I'm taking the fam on a vacation, but you still must have your Even Money Podcast presented by betonline.ag. It's the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast. They've got the best odds, fastest payouts. Just use that code EVENMONEY. He's the star of the show Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. That is the Super Bowl for professional football gambling. We both were in the black last year. Uh, I was in the black by a very healthy margin. He is at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL Twitter and Instagram. You can also hit me up on Facebook, facebook facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And by the way, we can't tell you how much we appreciate when you guys do that. It really means a lot. We're trying to grow the show, so it means a lot when you guys actually do retweet us, like us, tell your friends about us, etc. This is one of my favorite shows. The, The next two weeks are some of my favorite shows because it's our first stab. Now, we go through this I can't remember, Steve, if we go through it before training camp or before the season. Probably before training camp. But we go through this now. It's our first look, and we're going to give you leans or feel strongly or no, it's just right. So it's kind of like what we do during the season for the games. Like I'll say, I'm putting two units, one unit. Uh, I, I wouldn't bet it, but I would lean this way or I just got nothing here. And we're going to start today with the NFC teams for the season win totals that are up now. It's going to be fun to go through, and, and there's some, by the way, there's a few I feel pretty darn strongly about. Steve has talked about his a little bit the last couple of weeks, the ones that jumped out to him, but now we're giving you everything. We're saying, hey, this this feels right on, I got nothing here, or I got a lean or a strong lean, or this is strong enough, I would I would bet this, so... One of my favorite shows every year, the next couple weeks, it is our win total liens, our win total bets here on the Even Money podcast. So let's do it. Steve, this is unbelievable timing. You know, I'm scheduled to, to leave tomorrow on a little vacation with the family. And of course, today which is why we're recording even money on a Monday when we usually record on a Wednesday or even a Thursday, is the day that the Supreme Court rules in favor of the state of New Jersey and their ruling opens up sports betting to states across the country. I know we've touched on this a little bit before, but I want to get your initial reaction to the news.
1: Oh, it's outstanding news. So the Pro and Amateur Sports Protection Act, PASPA since 1992 has said you cannot wager, other than in Nevada, on sports, and it's just been deemed unconstitutional. There are five states that have already approved uh, betting in their local states should this um, ruling come down. The ruling has come down. So right now, New Jersey, my understanding is that New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Mississippi are already in place. Now it's just a matter of putting the uh, procedures in place to be able to functionally start taking sports bets.
0: So uh, a couple of different things. Number one, it looks like in New Jersey, it will initially just be at like race parks and casinos. And so I guess my question is, is I feel like everybody I know that wants to bet already does, whether they have a bookie or they do it at betonline.ag or other sites like it. So my question is, how much greater volume do you think it really will uh, you know, lead to?
1: You know, I think it's actually going to more than double the volume of money actually wagered. And the reason is, Ross, although there are vehicles for people to be able to get down, it is not easy. If you want to play offshore funding your accounts with credit cards and the like, oftentimes those um, deposits get denied. What is this international company that you're trying to put the money with? And there are, it's not like you can't do it, but it's not easy. And it will most certainly become easy. And let's face it, a lot of people want to just bet anonymously also. And the idea of being able to just go to Monmouth Park and wager on sports, walk up to the window is something that's going to appeal greatly to many people.
0: Okay, so then the next question would be everybody's talking about casinos and, you know, horse racing parks, but don't you think that they'll have some online option, some mobile social option sooner rather than later?
1: I believe so. It's all about states rights now, and each individual state can decide how exactly they want to implement this. Do they want to have just uh wagering initially on apps that you can do on your phone. Do you do they want to be in person only? Um, I think it's why the wild, wild west. It's more like the wild, wild east, where it's wide open in terms of what the individual state wants to do.
0: Going to be interesting. Um, I mean, from my standpoint, Steve, I, I, I guess my initial question would be, don't you think that this is a really good thing for savvy vet betters? or experienced gamblers because it's going to be a lot of new money, inexperienced money. You know, people that go to the local casino here in Harrisburg and they're like, "Ah, oh, you know what, they got a sports book now. Let's go play some bets and don't even look at, you know, the the VIG and all those different types of things.
1: Oh, very much so, especially if some of these states decide to put a new sports book in place as opposed to utilizing say, an MGM um, or, or a CGT that's currently doing business in Nevada, William Hill, if those books take over in different states, which is the likely scenario, they're savvy in terms of the numbers that they're going to deal on. They're not going to deviate that much. But I'll, I'll tell you, just in Nevada alone, I used to fly up to Wendover, Nevada, which is on the border of Utah. I would drive to Prim, Nevada, on the border to California, and I'll still be known to drive up to Mesquite, which is on the border of Utah. Why? Because those, at the time, those independent sports books, their numbers were so much different than what we saw right here in Las Vegas, just because of those regional biases of going half a state away. Imagine if you went across the country, the lines on Eagles games in Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really, really good point. A really good point. And a good place for us to move on to what we're doing today, which is the NFC win total, Steve. And you've got the most up-to-date numbers. And here's how we're going to do it. And I mentioned this earlier, um, but just a refresher. I'm going to kind of do it like we do during the season. In other words, like if I feel strong about something, I might say a unit or two units. I'm guessing there will be a lot of leans. And I'm guessing there will be some where I just say, Hey, I, I just I just don't have anything for you there. Which um which which lines are you are you using, Steve?
1: So I've got the lines at the Westgate and the South Point. I'm aware of what they are at other books, but um, I'm going to take basically a consensus line from those two books. I'll let you know there are a few teams that are kind of right in between two numbers. And if, if that's the case, you, you've got the option of using whichever of the two that you want to use. Most teams, though, the season win number is sitting on one specific number.
0: Got it. Okay. Well, then, um, let's start. So, do you want to do it alphabetical, by division? We're doing it with NFC, so you tell me.
1: Okay, I'm going to go division by division. I'm going to go from perceived best to worst team. We're going to start in the East with the Philadelphia Eagles, Ross. And again, let me caveat, this is Ross and I. This is our first draft, first take right now. We may well change based upon what we see over the next four months. Don't lock us in. But here's our first thoughts. Philadelphia Eagles, anywhere from 10 to 10.5 wins.
0: Um, I would lean over. I don't think I would place a bet, though, over. I, I would probably lean to the over. But I wouldn't be surprised if they end up 10, 11, 12 wins. So I, I lean over. I don't know if I, especially if it's 10 and a half, I don't feel good enough about it to put to, to put uh, units down on 11 or 12. But I would definitely lean that way.
1: I will lean over as well. Basic strategy typically says when a team suddenly improves greatly, you want to look to fade them the next year. I don't think this applies to the Eagles. They only won seven games in 2016, largely because Carson Wentz got all banged up that year. And let's face it, you could make the case they would have won more than 13 games this past year if Wentz hadn't gone down. So from that perspective, Philly has been undervalued the last two years. I'll lean over for Philadelphia. Next, Next team, team on the list, Dallas Cowboys. Eight and a half wins. Ross, what say you?
0: Yeah, I'm 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 gonna lean under here, and I'm I'm tempted to, to put a unit on the under. I'm not a big believer in the Cowboys this year. Um in fact I'll put it is you said eight and a half, right? Yes. I think I think they're probably headed to eight and eight. Wouldn't be surprised if they're seven and nine. I'll put one unit on the under for the Dallas Cowboys.
1: You know, one thing that stands out with me, and I'm, I'm with you, I lean under with Dallas as well. I'm bullish on a lot of teams, more so than I normally am, and they all can't go over. So if I'm not bullish and I'm kind of neutral, maybe I should be bearish. I'm with you on Dallas. I'm going to put you on Dallas under 8.5 as well. Let's make that a best bet. The Next best bet. <laughs> Next team, Washington Redskins sitting at seven wins, Ross.
0: Yeah, um, that seems just about right to me. I, I don't really have a lean. I, I guess I would maybe lean over a little bit, but not really. I think seven and nine is about where they'll be. I would lean over, but it's a slight lean. It's not a big lean.
1: You know, with the quarterback changed, to Alex Smith, and frankly, I like Alex Smith quite a bit, um, but I like Kirk Cousins quite a bit as well. I just don't know how fast that transition is going to be, and because of that, I'm going to go ahead and pass on the Redskins as well. New York Giants, 6.5. Money has been coming in on the over on the Giants, so now you've got to pay a little extra vigorous to go over, but the number is still 6.5. What say you're off.
0: Yeah, I'd be, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I'll take the over on this one. I feel pretty good about them getting with Saquon Barkley, Nate Solder, Hernandez. They're kind of going all in on this year. I don't think they'll kill it. I don't think they'll be a playoff team. But I feel pretty good about seven, eight, or nine wins. I'd put two units on the over six and a half for the Giants.
1: I'm going to lean over with you. I just can't quite get there because they were so bad in my ratings. I had them eight points worse than an average team last year. So even with a five-point upgrade, I still have them – three points worse, and Eli concerns me that he could be one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Because of that, it's just going to be a pass. Let's move to the NFC North. Minnesota Vikings, 10 wins, Ross. It was 9.5. Pretty much it has moved up to 10. What say you?
0: I just think that the division is going to be a little tougher. That's my deal. I would lean over, but I'm not going to place a bet on it because I think Green Bay will be better, you know, presuming a healthy Rodgers. The Bears will be better with the new coach and new weapons. I think the Lions will be better. So they might be as good of a team and just finish 10-6. and six. So if you're telling me they're at 10, I'll have a slight lean over, but not enough to put any units on it
1: yeah I think your analysis is spot on that I love Zimmer. I love the fact that their running back it was down a week one last year. You could make the case they've upgraded big time quarterbacks getting cousins, but it will take a while i'd love to see Minnesota struggle a little bit the first month and then look to bet on them later on in the year. Uh, improve division as well so i'll lean with you uh, Green Bay is also at ten wins. they're vigorous is to the under, however. So um, if you like over, you get plus money under, you got to lay a little extra big, would say Green Bay.
0: Yeah, I was surprised by this. We've talked about it a little bit. I've been surprised by all the Green Bay love. I, I think that they still are a little bit of a flawed team. They're putting a lot of faith in a new coaching staff, in Mike Pettin in those two rookie corners, and obviously in Aaron Rodgers. I put one unit on the under, I guess, I don't know. They probably, every year Rodgers is healthy, they probably won at least 10 games. So I'm going to take that back. The odds that he is 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 hurt two years in a row, probably not good. They probably get to 10 and six because he's Aaron Rodgers. But I would lean under. So not putting a unit on it, but leaning under.
1: Yeah, it's difficult to me because if you told me Rodgers was going to play every game, I would say that 10 might even be slightly too low but I have concerns, one, about injury, and two, about he's going to scramble less to avoid injury, and then he'll be less effective, especially, excuse me, on those third downs. And frankly, I'm not so thrilled about Aaron Rodgers' comments about McCarthy and that his job is to be quarterback. And McCarthy is an obviously very competent coach, and the organization, he's going to trust the process. That is not. A favorable comment from Rodgers. I'm going to go ahead and pass. I hate betting against Aaron Rodgers. Detroit Lions, they're one team that um, is anywhere from seven and a half to eight wins. It's at both numbers at different books. What do you think about Detroit? Brand new head coach.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's something to the first year head coach effect that a lot of teams that, you know, they, they get a bump if they've had certain talent and then they get a new coach. So I would maybe even lean to the over with the Lions, but I'm not, I'm not betting it. Not, not in that division, and not when I think that both Minnesota and Green Bay have a pretty good chance to get double-digit wins. So I, I've got, I don't even have a lean with the Lions. I think seven or eight, seven and a half, eight, that's a right about where they'll be.
1: Yeah, I certainly have concerns about the division being tougher, but frankly, I'm not sure how good a coach Patricia is, but he's going to be a huge upgrade in my eyes. Over the prior coach, I love Stafford at quarterback. Um, Detroit's been a bully. They beat the teams they're supposed to beat. They can't beat the good teams. Um, And there's two good teams in their division. So I'm going to go ahead and pass them. Um, Here comes the team that's forecasted to be in the cellar, frankly, an analytics darling, but they never win any games, the Chicago Bears. Six and a half wins.
0: Whew, six and a half. Um, Yeah, I would lean over. Um, I think that there's a pretty good chance they'll get more than six wins, but I think it's probably like seven or eight. I'm not as high on them as other people are because I'm not sold on Trubisky. I'm tempted to lay a unit on the over, uh, but I'm not. I'm I'm just going to lean over for right now.
1: Yeah, me too. I think Trubisky could improve like Goff did with the Rams – I think Nagy coming in, big upgrade over Fox, who looked to be mailing it in, and just wasn't even informed by management about what was going on. So the Bears statistically, look at this, Ross. Last year, they gained just under five yards per play. They gave up just over five yards per play. They had the stats of a 7-9 and nine team. That's been true for years. Their turnover differentials have killed them in some years, and just bad luck last year in many ways killed them. I'll lean over with the Bears. Let's go to what I believe may well be the best division in football. The NFC South start with the New Orleans Saints, nine and a half. What do you think, Ross?
0: Yeah, the problem, again, it's like what I said about the NFC North. The the problem is the division for me. Um, I think that the Saints are going to be pretty darn good. But I also think the Falcons are going to be good. I think the Bucks are improved. I think Carolina might even be better as well. So I'll just lean over for New Orleans, pretty tempted to put a unit down and think that they get to 10, at least. But you know, now you got Ingram out for the first four games. Um, we'll see. They stayed pretty healthy last year. So I'll just lean over for right now.
1: Yeah, I was the same way. I was tempted to do it. I love that the way the defense has improved. You know, um, now that they got Ryan out of there as a defensive coordinator and their new coordinator, no team improved more in defense his second year versus his first year. And I think they'll improve as well. But, you know, with Ingram suspended for four games, I wonder in his sophomore year if Kamara, their stud running back, might get banged up, you know, with. So much work he's going to have to have the first four games. I'll just lean over at nine and a half. Atlanta Falcons nine and a half as well.
0: Yeah, I feel better about the Falcons. I think almost getting double digits than I do about the Saints. But all of the same logic all the way across the board. They're another you know lean over for me.
1: Me too. If Ridley works out a wide receiver and gives uh, Matty Ice just another tangible weapon. This team could get really, really good on offense, and their defense absolutely improved. Lean over, but I don't want to play it over in the in the toughest division, uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, not such a good year last year. Actually, a perfectly good year last year, but um, were they were like the one contender? I would argue that kind of faded down the stretch. Nine wins for Carolina. What do you think?
0: Um. That seems just about right to me. That 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 seems just right. I, I think that's where they end up. I don't even have a lean there. I, I think they end up being nine and seven. So I know people think, oh, it's Carolina, but the division's tough. I don't think they're as good as Atlanta or New Orleans. I mentioned I think Tampa will be better. So I think I think nine wins is just about right for them.
1: You know, I'm gonna do a strong lean to the under and I think it's all about the health of Cam Newton, he has kind of bucked the trend here where so many of these mobile quarterbacks have been off the injury and have really significant injuries that have derailed their careers. And he and Russell Wilson have largely managed to avoid it. But I got to wonder how many more years that Cam can do this without suffering a significant injury or suddenly not being able to run as much as he was running, being the leading rusher in several games. If he stops running so much, the underlying stats for Carolina, which are those of actually a 8-8 eight eight or 7-9 team, are going to catch up to this team, not getting the third down conversions, going to strongly under 9 Carolina. And finally, Tampa Bay. What do we say every year, Ross? All that talent, lots of potential. Nope, forecasted. Last place again, 6.5 wins, Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, that that I I really like what they've done, and I know the division's tough, but six and a half seems low, and I, I I like the idea of them being able to get over that. I'm gonna I'm gonna put one unit on the over. I think they get to the seven or eight wins at least, and maybe what becomes a jumbled NFC South, uh, they're a hard lean over and hard enough that I'm putting one unit on the over i i feel good about them with their o-line additions with their d-line additions i feel pretty good about the bucks taking a stride forward
1: you know to be fair they talked about jacksonville being ready another team in florida to make that next step and they never seemed to do it and they finally did it last year and they've spoken about tampa doing this until i can see winston get the ball to mike evans and go ahead and get it to his playmakers effectively I'm not going to be optimistic, but at six and a half, I will pass Tampa Bay final division. um, In many ways, most intriguing storylines NFC West, the surging LA Rams won 11 games last year. They're lined at 10. What do you think Ross?
0: Yeah, this is, this is interesting to me. Um, I think 10's about right. I, I guess I would probably lean to the over a little bit, but not really. I, I see that you know they got enough guys on one-year contracts, enough guys that are looking for contracts. I think this has the potential to kind of blow up on them, so I would lean to the over. But it's not like it's not a hard lean, Steve. I, I think um, you know ten wins is is a pretty likely scenario for them.
1: You know I'm gonna lean over also. I'm a huge believer McVeigh. Goff improved tremendously, and I'm gonna go back to 2016 when they had a horrible year. First year they moved to L.A., all the distractions of the moving, and frankly, a city that's easily easy to be distracted in during the fall and early winter in Los Angeles. I see continued improvement. Obviously, they won the free agency game with picking up the two great cornerbacks and um, you know, getting Sue on a one-year contract, getting Cooks. Um, now they're loaded at wide receiver. Lots of weapons for Goff. I... I think they're going to win the division. I'm going to lean over, but they have competition. The San Francisco Forty ers open eight and a half wins. They are up to nine in most places now. Jimmy G, I love him. What do you say, Ross?
0: I I, I love Jimmy G too, but I'm not going over nine. I, I I I would say nine feels just about right. I mean, they still have some holes on their roster. They still have some concerns. I wonder if, you know, how Jimmy G does when he faces some adversity and they lose some games. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose the opener. I'm going to say just right for the 49ers.
1: I'm going to say just right as well now that it's up to nine. You know, from a perspective basis, I believe, so Jimmy G, it looked like they might keep him on the bench and just have him ready for this year, last year, and then he wound up playing because basically their quarterbacks were all banged up. If that doesn't happen, San Francisco wins three games last year, and they're over-under six, and over would have been stealing. Now it's nine, so I think the market is well aware of just how good Jimmy G really is. I will be neutral at nine wins. Seattle Seahawks open nine, Ross. They're down to eight. Uh, The marketplace thinks this is a team in decline rebuild. What do you think?
0: I think that's about right. I I think eight's about right. At nine, I would have put a unit on the under at nine. I think that they are in a rebuild. I think it's also kind of inevitable that Russell Wilson gets hurt. You think about the amount of hits that he's taken. It's remarkable that the guy hasn't missed a game. Remarkable. I, I just don't even know how he does it. Um, I would, I would actually, even at eight, I'd probably have a slight lean under, but not much of one. I think they'll, they'll find a way to get to eight and eight, I think. So I think they got that one pretty good.
1: You know, I'm looking at, at playing them under. I'm going to go ahead and play them under for unit eight. And the reason being is that Russell Wilson is obviously the master of scrambling and producing plays with his feet. And I got to wonder if they're sitting at seven and seven and they've been eliminated from the playoffs, is he going to want to risk injury just to get another win or two, knowing that they can't make the playoffs? I don't think that the organization is going to want him to do that, and I think that that's the wild card. If They, they could win 10 games, but if they're in a situation where they're not going to make the playoffs, I think that they're not going to shut him down completely, but they're going to be conservative with him and talk to him about that one unit, Seattle, under eight, Finally, the Arizona Cardinals—they've won seven games five straight years. Yet they're lined at six wins. A little extra big on the over. What do you think, Ross?
0: Yeah, that's um, amazing that they're as low as they are. And we'll get into the AFC teams next week. I—I I think six is about right. I, I don't, you know, if they were higher than six, I would go with the under. But I, I think they got a decent chance to get to six. I mean, they still have Larry Fitzgerald. Still have some guys on defense that can really make plays. Chandler Jones, Patrick Peterson. The division has gotten tougher with the Rams in San Francisco, but worse with Seattle. I think they get to six. I've got no lean on the Arizona Cardinals.
1: And I'm going to go over six for a unit. You know, David Johnson, you could make the case that he's a top three running back in the NFL, and he didn't play last year. And that really put a whole lot of pressure on the quarterbacks further uh, you know, uh, Carson Palmer, who never was all that good, but he was out half the year. They were with their second and third-string quarterbacks with Blaine Gabbert chucking the ball around. A whole lot went wrong last year. Um, Arians was a great coach. I don't know if he was a great coach at the very end of his career, however. Wilkes takes over. I hate that uncertainty. But the fact that Bradford, who's very um, – he's made out of plexiglass. I don't know if he's going to last the season, but by all reports, Rosen's the most – NFL-ready of the rookie quarterbacks, I think that um, Arizona has the potential to certainly be a 500 team. They won half their games last year, and if Bradford can just stay healthy, they're going to win six or more this year, and they might even be able to do it with Rose. I'm going to look over for one unit.
0: Man, that was fun. Great stuff, as always, Steve. Already looking forward to the AFC Next week, you guys know exactly where you need to go now if you want to place any of those bets that Steve and I just gave you. It's betonline.ag. And just use the promo code EVENMONEY on your first deposit to earn a 50% welcome bonus. 50% up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. I know a lot of you still haven't used it. I don't really understand You guys, uh, if you're listening to this, most of you like to bet and we're giving you free money at a place to play. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of the 50% welcome bonus. Then you're kind of starting ahead. You know, it's all odds, as Steve always talks about. You're starting ahead of the game. They got that live betting software if you want to do some of these other stuff going on right now. Free $25 on your first live bet. They got the 100% poker and casino bonus. Try betting on any game, tonight's game, whatever, risk-free, betonline.ag. Just use the promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. And by the way, if you sign up at betonline.ag or any of the sponsors that are over at RossTucker.com or even just the Amazon banner ad, just forward it to me. Ross at rostucker.com. If you make a purchase, the Amazon banner ad with your question for Steve. I know some of you have theories. I know some of you have questions, things you don't understand. I know that there's things I don't understand every time Dave Mason and Steve talk here on the Even Money podcast. So, anyway, encourage you guys to submit your questions if you like. Really, really appreciate it when you guys rate and review the show. That's. Big for us. Really big. I told you about the Amazon banner ad. We'll be back next week with the AFC. You can listen to the other shows this week as well. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at rostucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.